0: Okay, let's see if I remember how all this goes. Welcome to the Red Caps Podcast, a podcast where we dip our caps into the blood of our listeners and ramble on about old school games. My name is Kevin, and if this is the first time you've come across a podcast, welcome. In today's episode, we are going to talk about experience points, as you know. No mortal can outrun a red cap, So sit back, listen, and I hope you enjoy. So welcome to 2021, everyone. I'm sorry for the long gap between some of the episodes, but I took the holiday season to spent it with family, and now we're back and we're in lockdown because, you know, the stuff that's going on in the world. And that means homeschooling. So much fun. Anyhow, <laughs> while I've been off, um, I've been thinking and going over some RPG-related items to Hopefully I have some topics to talk to you guys about on this. And the first one I want to talk to you guys about is experience, both as a mechanic um, in old school games and in modern games. And uh, some things that I've been thinking about noodling around, I haven't tried any of them yet, so nothing on here has been vetted, but it's just stuff I've got bouncing around in my idea. Uh, and basically, you know, experience points, what are they good for? What are they used for? Could we change how we use them to change the game? That's what I've been thinking about. So before we get into it, we should probably talk about what is XP. And in my opinion, XP is simply a way of rewarding players and letting them progress forward to unlock new abilities, more health, whatever. And it's meant to be a carrot. It's meant to be a way to encourage the players to do the sort of thing that you as a game master want them to do to progress through whatever story or to explore whatever world you have set up for them. Up until uh, second edition, the primary way players got XP was by gathering treasure. Each gold piece that they found and brought back to town safely equaled a point of of experience. The idea is that the players had to do work. Uh, They had to go explore some place or go and steal the gold or defeat an enemy or, Uh, complete a quest and get gold as a reward and when they did that it would then allow them to progress I had spoken with Tim Kask and asked him about the origin of this and that was basically his answer was that it was think of it like a wage Um, you did work you got gold and the gold not only functioned as you know currency but also functioned as a way of showing that you've done work and that you've gained experience and if you earned enough gold uh, at the lowest level of, of a company, or if you earned enough wages at the lowest level of a company and spent enough time there, you would eventually get promoted and then you'd earn more gold and what have you. So that was the idea behind it. Um, funny enough, he no longer uses gold as XP because he found it to be way too swingy and now rewards more on a um, kind of like a DM fiat based off of what how he feels people did in, in any given adventure. Um, but anyway, back to what I was saying. So up until second edition, gold for XP was the norm. After, from second edition forward, um, fighting monsters really became the norm. Um, and that was the main way of getting XP. In the old way, fighting monsters and especially fighting like wandering monsters was really a penalty. It was a, it was a downside. Um, that didn't bring a whole lot of reward. Uh, monster XP is fairly low and carried a pretty big risk of death or, Losing equipment or resources that they need, that you would need to gather more gold. So generally, players were incentivized—that yeah, was a hard word. Players were encouraged to uh, find ways to avoid fighting monsters, or make sure that if they did fight them, they were incredibly uh, well prepared or you know, over prepared to do that fight. In later editions of the game, like I said, XP was became more about killing monsters, and that's the way it is now. Um, and also story-based. So because of this, there was an unspoken pact that would start to be formed at player, at, with players and GMs where you'd approach the table, the GM would have laid out an adventure, uh, maybe some various paths for them to go, and the players would just happily go down those paths and monsters would pop up along those paths to fight and it would go from there. But it became very much a DM or GM focused uh, decision on, on where the game would go. There may be multiple options, but there would always be things that the GM was kind of pushing the players towards and the players would silently agree to do that because they knew that would get them the XP that they wanted and everybody was happy. Eventually a story would emerge out of that um, generally one completely designed by the DM. Whereas in the older games where you were the players were more deciding where they were wanting to go based off of where they knew treasure might be stories would kind of become emergent from the game rather than being pre-decided. And that kind of goes to the most modern way of XP is, is milestone. Um, I'm not a big fan of milestone leveling. I've used it, um, but I'm not a big fan of it. It implies to me, and I know this isn't the only way it can be done, but to me, milestone implies that there has to be a predetermined story with certain story arcs through it. And that you would then give levels at the end of each arc and, I don't like the idea that the entire campaign is planned out that way. Uh, it feels railroady to me. Um, not that railroad is always bad, but this one feels like in a bad, bad way. It's like, it's the players don't have the option to just go off and do something crazy on their own. Um, second, it tends to want all the players to level at the same rate. Now that might be because I'm looking at this from a, like a 5e standpoint in there where all players do level at the same rate but I really enjoy each class leveling at their own pace and milestone makes that a little bit difficult. And lastly, like I said, it kind of takes the the leveling um, away from the players. They don't ever know exactly when they're going to level up. Um, They can't make decisions directing uh, what they do with the goal of reaching that next level. So those are the reasons I don't really like milestone leveling. So what have I been thinking about? Um, I really wanted to come up with ways of awarding XP that rewarded use the carrot method for getting players to become invested in the world and to submit their own goals um, and that sort of thing. So here are some of the ideas. I, none of these have been play tested. Uh, they very little thought has been put into whether or not they break or ruin anything. But this is these are the sort of things I would like to lean towards uh awarding xp for so instead of killing monsters um and getting xp i would like to have xp for encountering the monster uh, maybe interacting with it but only the first time so like the very first time an adventurer comes across a goblin they should probably learn from something from that whether they whether they have combat or whether they just encounter it um, they should learn and grow from that encounter and get xp for that but after that it's just another goblin um and they shouldn't really get to know anything more uh by coming across them anymore. The next thing is um presenting a, a map of the region or the world to your players and having areas on the map that maybe haven't been visited or are known to be um key spots so that you could present like a rumor, like no human has ever climbed to the top of Sun Spear Mountain and come back alive. And if you want to, you know, break the immersion for a moment, you could say getting to Sunspear Mountain and getting back is worth, you know, 300 XP per player that does it. Um, and then now there's a strong encouragement to go to Sunspear Mountain. But you'd have several of these all over your map of places where uh, just going there and exploring, even if you don't do anything, just getting to that spot on its own is a, is a reward. Um, and then something I can't remember, I, I want to say it was Adam Koble or somebody like that um, on one of their D and D streams. I, I don't watch too many of them, but I remember this being on there. He had had his players uh, submit uh, short term and medium term goals. Um, his system for it was really complex. I I would probably simple it down and say, give me a goal that you want to complete before your next level, and a goal that you want to complete before the level after that. So a level one character, tell me a goal that you want to complete before you reach level two. Another goal you want to complete before you reach level three, and then if you complete those goals, whatever they may be, um, you'll get XP based off of what I determine the difficulty of it to be. So maybe a, a level one fighter might say, "Hey, I want to have somebody repair my father's sword before I reach level two, and before I reach level three, I would like to go and see the ocean for the first time." You know, just just something like that, and then they can direct their gameplay to see if they can complete those goals before that happens. Um, and then the last thing I would like to reward gold for, or sorry, reward XP for would be spending gold on things like strongholds, town improvements, um, that sort of thing. So getting them to kind of set down roots or to improve things. So if they, if they went and built a stronghold or if they found a town that they liked and they helped improve its defenses or, uh, anything along those lines, um, I probably wouldn't do it the same one XP for every, gold that they spend, um, like they do when they earn it, but maybe like one XP for every two or three gold that they spend. Um, and just, and only the spend in these ways, not for spending for buying gear, but if they were spending them for these particular items, um, earn some XP that way. And I would keep, I don't think I've actually mentioned it, but I would keep the XP four gold system as well, um, for, you know, pulling money back out. So with that sort of a system, um, I was playing scenarios in my head. And I, I was thinking, you know, you could have a small group of human fighters that want to make a name for themselves. Maybe they live in a town right near the bottom of that Spear mountain, and they've decided they're going to be the first to reach up to the peak and come back down. And they've each got their own goals. Uh, one, like I said, maybe wants to repair his father's sword. Another one wants to, you know, recreate an ancient family beer, and it requires a plant that's only found near the top of the mountain, um, or somewhere around the mountain, of of that matter um and a third one just simply wants to defend their family home um but wants to carry on with these guys they all decide to climb the mountain they get some xp for reaching the top of the mountain they find some sort of a mine or something up there they encounter kobolds the first time they've ever seen these creatures they get some xp for doing that um they stumble around in the in the dungeon that's there um they find the ore that was needed to repair the sword. Um, And then they come across a treasure room with a, with a slumbering stone giant in there. Probably should not engage that stone giant at all. They all going to die, but just seeing it and then deciding to stay away, they get a little bit of XP for encountering that, that's that stone giant. And then they gather some gold. They get back down, back to town. They complete their optional goals. They get some XP that way. They spend a good portion of the gold that they just received to help improve the town town defenses. And, you know, doing all that, they end up getting enough XP almost each to, to level up. And there wasn't any, they didn't need to fight anything uh, if they didn't want to in that. And I think that could be a satisfying little, you know, story arc or what have you. But the key thing of it is, is that none of it was me putting something, having an NPC coming up to them and sending them on a quest to do, X, Y, Z, it was all their own, their own wishes. Um, they decided they wanted to go up the mountain because it was there and they knew that nobody else had done it before and it would be worth something. They decided to, uh, set goals for themselves of collecting these additional items. Um, all that sort of thing. So I don't know how well it would work in practice, but that's, that's what's been bouncing around in my head. Um, all of this could be done with milestone. Like you could have a milestone XP that said, Hey, you went off on this adventure up the mountain, you came back down. So here's your milestone and everybody leveled up, but that doesn't feel nearly as earned. And it doesn't give them the incentive to decide to do all this from the get-go either. Cause they didn't know that would have been the result. So, uh, everyone that concludes my little take on XP. That's been what I've been thinking about. I hope that 2021 is a much better year than 2020 was. I hope all of you survived 2020 and are healthy and happy and that you had great holidays. And hopefully we can get this all back on the, on the same sort of a role that we had before. It may take me a little while before I'm able to do the three episodes a week, simply because of the situation here at home, but, um, we'll see what we can do. So folks, that wraps up this episode of the Red Caps podcast. I hope you enjoyed, you learned something, and you're eager to come back for more. Please subscribe in the podcasting app of choice that you have. And if there's an option to leave a review, it would warm my cold little heart if you did. I'd love to hear from you. So please head over to anchor.fm slash the red and feel free to leave me a voicemail or say hi on Twitter and or Facebook at the Redcapsnet. We have a discord. If you want to pop over there, you can chat with us there. And all that will be linked down in the description of this episode. So remember, never let your caps dry out. Stay safe. Have fun. We'll talk again soon. Take care.